0: Welcome to the Big Apple School podcast. My name is Nina.
1: And my name is John.
0: And today we're going to speak, is it even possible to grow greens, tomatoes, and different vegetables on your balcony? So firstly, some words about us. I'm still Nina, and I'm still working with kids here in Big Apple School. John, can you tell us some words about
1: you? Well, I also work at Big Apple School, and uh, I help Nina sometimes teach little kids, but more often than not, uh, I help teach the, the older pupils and the adults. Do you like this experience
0: teaching both ages, little kids and adults? Yes,
1: I do. It's, uh, it's varied. They say variety is the spice of life, and it certainly is. That's great.
0: Speaking about different spices, tell me, please, Chan, have you ever grown
1: Some spices on your balcony. Uh, I've never grown anything on a balcony before because I've never had a balcony before. I've never grown uh, spices. Um, I've never tried a ginger or anything like that, but uh, a few herbs, definitely. But balcony gardening is, for me, a new experience. But a balcony isn't that different to a greenhouse, really. Well, I think so, anyway.
0: Yes, actually, but me is actually, I experience it, and I have a balcony, I think it's a typical stuff here in Russia that every room, actually every flat has got it, and you need to use this space on it, and my balcony is really small, kind of tiny, but I have some systems to help me to grow vegetables even, I grow tomatoes for now, and it's marvelous. I use different containers, even bags, different planters, different pots, and I grow different herbs, even flowers, and I like this experience. And my favorite herb for now is basil, because I really like how it grows, and the color is splendid, and I think kind of raspberry, parsley, deals They must have if we speak about herbs to grow. So, tell me, please, John, do you remember your first crop you planted?
1: Oh dear, that's, that's hard. Um, I think I think the first thing I ever tried growing was parsnips, actually, which, I must say, I've seen once since I've been in Russia. Parsnips once, and I think that was in uh, Galleria 1. But um, it's a vegetable we eat a lot of in Britain, anyway.
0: Okay. Do you know any recipes we can actually do here in Russia using these uh, items from Gallery One?
1: Parsnips. Best thing to do with parsnip: treat them like potatoes. Roast them. Um, boil? No, roast them is best. Roast them.
0: Okay. So then, speaking about roasting, what are the crops do you recommend to roast? Something about maybe tomatoes maybe mm. cucumbers, onions.
1: Butternut squash. Butternut squash, potatoes, onions, definitely. Um, Oh, aubergines. Um, I have tried carrots, doesn't seem to work that well, but um, butternut squash is my favorite.
0: Yeah, I think I'm in your camp here, so actually speaking about aubergines and squashes, what camp are you in? Do you prefer squashes or aubergines? Because here in Russia, we prefer to eat squashes in different ways. Aubergines for us like more maybe restaurant food or for someone who knows how to cook it? Uh,
1: I think I prefer aubergines or (coughs) sorry, (coughs) (coughs) no not aubergines, I prefer butternut squash above all else, to be honest. It's one of my favorite vegetables.
0: Can you cook them yourself? Oh, yes. So That's great. Can you actually share your favorite recipe? Maybe the simplest one.
1: The simplest thing to do with butternut squash is peel it, cube it, uh, roast it with a tiny little bit of oil and some cumin.
0: Okay. What does it mean cumin? Is cumin
1: is, it... yes, a spice. It's a
0: spice. Okay. A spice
1: that's quite often used mm-hmm. in Indian cooking. Not very much. But not okay. very much. It's
0: kind of a yellow one, right?
1: Um, it's a sort of yellowy brown color. Yeah. I know you're thinking of turmeric, the yellow one.
0: Oh, okay. Mm. Do you add any garlic there?
1: Uh, I don't, but I could do. That's a good idea. Why yeah. not?
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's a typical Russian recipe. How to cook squashes, mm. aubergines. Aubergines goes really well mm. with garlic. And me personally, I love very much garlic. And maybe I will grow it next on my balcony, and it would be splendid. So. Do you know how to regrow a different stuff, speaking about vegetables and herbs?
1: Um, Yes, I mean, I've grown in England, I've grown all sorts of things, actually. I've got quite a big garden. I've tried to be self-sufficient in food in the past, even um, raising uh, sheep and pigs to eat and chickens. Mm -hmm. Um, But fruit and vegetables, yes, I've grown most things. the only thing I, I did grow once turnips, and I don't really like them, and I didn't really grow them for myself. I grew them for the pigs, and they didn't eat them either. Oh, <laughs> this is a sad story
0: about turnips. <laughs> but why was it so... Was there any, I don't know, like, problems with the crops? It was, you know, maybe bitter in taste?
1: No, what it turned out was that I just don't like turnips and the pigs were very young. And oh. when pigs are young, they'll only eat certain things. When An adult pig would just happily eat, well, they'll eat anything, including you, if you give them the chance.
0: Oh, that's great,
1: actually. <laughs> now we know more,
0: a bit more about pigs and their gastronomical <laughs> habits. So, that's it.
1: So as mm-hmm. for balcony gardening, mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend trying to keep a pig on a balcony because it's not big enough, is it?
0: Yes, that's not. <laughs> but I've got a French ball duck. And if you uh, know this actually breed of dogs, they kind of shrink every time. I... <laughs> There's these sounds they produce. And my little dog is like a little pig for me. <laughs> yeah, so I keep one in my balcony and it's good. She likes sleeping there. And actually, she's fond of... Uh, pulling out my greens and eat it and she likes it a lot.
1: So how big is your balcony Nina if you've got a dog and all these vegetables in there it must be bigger than my balcony.
0: I think my balcony is about maybe a meter and a half and in long and maybe about a meter um, I have got to I don't know to turn in or to feel my f- myself comfortable, sitting or whatever. It's not really big, but I think it's just like typical balcony, a typical Russian balcony, simplest and you know, the clearest. And I uh, used to um, use the space actually, uh, putting different boxes on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I don't know, like stelages or whatever. In the box, into the box, like you're playing with childish cubes, and it's good, it works actually. And every uh, crop, every green, uh, gets enough light, sunlight Mm -hmm. from my balcony. And I think it's the best, actually, idea to use it because here we have a lot of sun, and uh, we have windows uh, which can, I don't know, like mm, make more sun (laughs) using some physics or whatever. So everything is okay here. I don't uh, grow anything inside uh, my flat. No. Only outside on the balcony. Mm-hmm. With open windows and whatever. And my dog, she can run whatever she can. <laughs> so it's okay to run over my sofa. It's okay to run over my balcony. It's okay running over my head. So she's kind of queen in our house. So she can do whatever she wants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with a, a meter times meter and a half balcony yes. um the, the the fundamental problem one has is it's not um it's two things really what can you grow on a balcony and what should you grow on a balcony so what do you what can you grow on a balcony do you think now you've done uh, lettuce and tomatoes what else yes do you think?
0: lettuce tomatoes and herbs and i think here that everyone can grow herbs, even on the kitchen counters, because it's simple. You just need a kind of pot. You can even uh, cut a bottle in a half plastic bottle and fill it with soil and then try to seed something babysit it and then be glad of your achievement and whatever. And uh, it's simple. So you can start it any way and, you know, anywhere, and uh, there is no special preparation for this. So you're just like feeling like this, the call of the land, and you go buy some seeds and do whatever you want where
1: did you get you said your favorite was basil yes. where did you get your basil seed i bought some i think i bought it okay and the stuff would not germinate and i've given up i couldn't find any more
0: oh i have some um, special gardening shops around uh. my house yes and i just go there to different old ladies and old gentlemen and ask them for advice just like I would like to grow herbs, I would like to grow um, rosemary and basil and parsley, what can you tell me? And they actually gave me the advice, Mm -hmm. and they recommended me uh, some sorts of it, and it was good. And it was just like, it feels good, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, Yes, we encourage you to do this, it's really good at your age to start gardening, it would be for your good. You will be stronger with it, you will be better with it. And I was, yes, I'm a superhero <laughs> who is actually ready for farming. Maybe in future, I'm really interested to grow some berries uh, because there are different um, berries, you know, in the internet which can actually go uh, not just like um, in a horizontal um, surface, just like uh, uh, in a vertical one, uh, like vines. They can curl or whatever, and it's really interesting. They could be like a decorative plant on I your sp- balcony. I suspect you
1: could try growing a vine on your balcony, but um, maybe it might be too cold for the winter. I don't know. Um, I have to think about that.
0: Yeah, I <clears think throat> when you actually Russian, it's kind of problematic to grow whatever you want mm-hmm. because we yes, uh, we have the uh, problematic weather. We have winter, Russian winters, I guess, no one can survive it with Russian. And uh, it's really sad. For now, actually, I look at my perfect herbs and I understand that to survive, I need to keep them inside my flesh. Mm-hmm. And there they could actually get lack like of light or, you know, like wind or whatever. And they can die. And now my little green babies, is <laughs> not do to me. But now it's summer, so I enjoy every moment spent with them.
1: And rosemary, though, is uh, how big is your rosemary bush? Because it's a shrub. You realize that, don't you?
0: Oh, yeah. But my uh, actually rosemary is about maybe five centimeters tall for now. Oh, yeah. It's just like a baby rosemary. (laughs) Yeah. Really, 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 you know, baby. And uh, I like it that way. Maybe uh, then in the future it would grow, of course. It will grow. They're bigger and longer, but I will cut it and put it in my tea and enjoy.
1: Yes, you'll need to bring your rosemary because it is a bush, yeah. um, a little tree. Mm-hmm. You have to bring it inside in the winter and it will continue to grow, but you'll have to keep it under control because otherwise it will fill your balcony if you're not careful. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eventually, it's really so you good. have to keep, keep getting bigger and bigger pots for it as oh. well.
0: I actually never guessed that pot is important. I know that. In my experience, because um, I'm actually the beginner of it, mm-hmm. uh, the pot is important uh, when you actually, with the start, mm-hmm. when it's sprouted and you need to uh, put them in a sp- in the pot and then actually I should change it again?
1: Y- yes, we, no, not for things like basil, which mm-hmm. is an annual crop, but mm-hmm. for your rosemary bush. Mm-hmm. As it gets bigger, it's going to get what's called root bound. So, mm-hmm. if you lift the plant out of the pot, you'll see that the roots of, of uh, are all tangled up mm-hmm. and are pushing at the edge of the pot. So, at that point, you need to pu- make a, put it into a bigger pot with more soil. Oh,
0: uh, okay. But you're all right. Sure.
1: I mean, the moment you said yours is only five centimetres tall, so good. it'll be fine for the it'll moment. Be fine for Next, year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Next year. Next year. Next so, year.
0: Next year. Next year. I think it would
1: be really good. Yeah. And uh, so, you also grow tomatoes, which of course are the natural partner with basil, delicious, and olive oil. Mm.
0: Yes, I just, I knew about this information, so it was my decision to start growing them. I pay attention to cherry, Mm -hmm. because uh, I've read that um, it would be uh, not more than 40 centimetres long, and I think it's a perfect condition for balcony, just like, I don't know, Mm, a kalanhoi flower or whatever just like a little plant you keep inside the flat But for now, yes, we have about maybe 25 centimeters long. No flowers. Tall. tall. Yes, tall, Mm -hmm. Uh, No flowers. No flowers yet. But leaves are really green and Mm -hmm. juicy or whatever. They're they're strong. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of them. Just like, yes, grow stronger.
1: (laughs) Well, tomato plants, um, they say I mean you've been told they'll only grow to 40 centimetres they'll keep growing actually they will keep growing upwards um, but what you do is you stop it Mm -hmm. you take pinch out the growing Mm -hmm. tip that's Mm -hmm. the top part and that'll stop it growing anymore when it's reached the height you want it to but the the thing you must do with all tomato plants is is, um, snip out or pull out the side shoots Mm -hmm. so What will happen is you've got a straight stem Mm -hmm. and then you've got leaves that come out the sides Mm -hmm. and then you'll get another thing come from the stem, which Mm -hmm. is upon which the little flowers will grow and then the tomatoes. Mm Now. between the stem and this shoot with the little tomatoes mm-hmm. growing on, well another stem will, will begin to grow if you leave that mm-hmm. that's the start of another tomato plant Ugh. right and that'll start growing all over the place and what you'll end up with is a massive green plant mm-hmm. with loads of tiny little green things that like the size of a pea mm-hmm. which will never ripen so you'll get a big plant and no mm-hmm. tomatoes Ugh. so you must pull out all these side shoots as you go mm-hmm. along. Oh right?
0: okay, it's going
1: <clears throat> Yeah, um, and quite possibly um, as, as the plant begins to grow, you start to pull off the bottom leaves as well. Mm-hmm. They'll start to go a little bit yellow. Pull them off and you want to keep the, once you've got your tomatoes green they're beginning to ripen start snipping off all the green stuff because you want the sun to get to the tomatoes not mm-hmm. the plant, so they'll actually ripen and go red
0: oh that's actually good <clears throat> i know more, more. <laughs> well, actually thank you for your advice speaking about actually yellow leaves some of my basils some of my uh, parsley
1: they got some yellow leaves why actually is it so um with parsley. See, <clears throat> parsley is another plant you can keep perennially and if you were to pull it out, it's got a little a tapering root because it's related to a parsley, mm. enough, and you keep that one over winter. Um, you have to be careful with what sort of fertiliser. So what do you, you put them presumably in um, potting compost? You bought the bags of compost? From, yes, yeah. that's it. Well, you must remember that in those those in that compost there isn't that much nutrients it's mm-hmm. just to get the things germinated
0: mm-hmm. you
1: then have to feed them okay okay what can i feed them well i think if you go to any of the supermarkets or you'll, oh, you'll find mm-hmm. small bags of mm-hmm. just fertiliser, it's granular. Mm-hmm. Just put a few bits of that in, not mm-hmm. very much. Or um, you can buy small bottles of um, plant food for mm-hmm. plants inside. You can mm-hmm. put that in it, which you usually have to dilute. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is you can buy bottles of liquid feed for tomatoes, which mm-hmm. you'll probably need later. Mm-hmm. Don't start using that until the tomatoes begin to form. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. But you do need to add fertilizer because your, your potting compost has got very little in it, very mm-hmm. little food value.
0: Oh, okay. What do you think uh, about feeding plants with your home food? For example, my mom, she does like this. Uh, she uh, boils potatoes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and later when she put out the potatoes of the uh, pan, uh, she adds this. Um, Water after potatoes to the plants, and she thinks that, that it's okay.
1: Um,
0: Have you got? Such I've never techniques? done that. Let me <laughs> think. It's, it's, uh, it's a Russian life hack.
1: I mean, I suppose, yeah. Why? Why wouldn't it work? You, you as long as it's cold, you Let it go cold. do yeah, pour boiling person. water on. <laughs> no, 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 that wouldn't it. work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've got, yes. The, so the what you've got potato matter in the water which has been boiled so the mm-hmm. cells have been broken down yeah it won't do it any harm put it mm-hmm. that way and there's probably some food value in that for for and the actual boiling process will have started the breakdown of the cellular matter which is what plants live on dead other plants if you see what I mean so yes why not that's
0: cool so. I think actually my mom does it because she's kind of lazy, but now <laughs> yeah, she's you know like an expert on greens and plants. That's great. Tea
1: bags also might work. Tea bags. Use right? tea bags, yeah. How can I use it? Well, uh, I think you just just dig it into the the compost, just mm-hmm. leave it in there because as it breaks down, it's it's boiled dead leaves, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So
0: okay, so that? I can have a cup of drink. Mm -hmm. And then later just put this uh, inside of this paper bag,
1: just like inside the soil. Yeah, tear the bag open. You don't want the the paper in there. Put that. wouldn't put too much in because, of course, tea has got a lot of acid and tannin in it. Mm -hmm. If you were growing plants like azaleas or rhododendrons, which you Mm -hmm. wouldn't try to do on your balcony, because Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be able to get on your balcony, but they like an acid soil, you put a lot in there or camellias. Mm -hmm. Okay, but these are all flowers, they're big shrubs, so you wouldn't mm-hmm. want to try that on your balcony. Yeah, I've got a little cactus on my balcony, too. Ah. <laughs> yes, okay. The cactus might like it though, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll try. but don't overwater the cactus, whatever you do, they'll rot. Okay, so
0: speaking about different moist watering and etcetera, here actually in Russia, we use. Um, when, you know uh, kind of all the citizens i guess in sweat who works and etc who doesn't have enough time on farming so mm-hmm. for me because it's kind of a hobby We uh, i water it just like every time i see my plant i water it in the morning it's okay okay in the evening it's okay if it's hot okay you want to drink i water it mm-hmm. is it good actually approach on watering plants
1: Right then, so some plants don't like being overwatered, And they're things that have, that have, um, if you say, for instance, onions, if you Mm -hmm. do that, they might rot. Mm -hmm. But a balcony, in my experience, limited as it is, can Mm -hmm. get very hot and it will get very hot today Mm -hmm. and tomorrow and tomatoes and lettuces and basil will need a fair amount of water. Herbs, most of them come from Mediterranean countries, mm-hmm. therefore they will survive a bit of drought. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> tomatoes, if you're not careful with them, if you water them irregularly, what you'll get is the tomatoes will split mm-hmm. or they will get um, brown rot, which is um, the base of the tomato. You'll, you'll pick it off and you'll find a brown patch, mm-hmm. and that will gradually spread, and the thing will be basically you won't be able to use it Mm -hmm. um so the thing about tomatoes is you want to keep the 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 compost around Mm -hmm. them moist but not soaking Mm -hmm. and of course (laughs) if they're in a pot it's not a very big space not a very Mm -hmm. big uh, container and can dry out very quickly Mm -hmm. so if you water it say first thing in the morning and it's a hot day like this and you forget to do it in the evening Mm -hmm. and you forget to do it the following morning you could you know that's when you've got a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw in, um, oh what's that shop called? Um, mm-hmm. Shop sells all sorts of things. Um, Is it cheap. green?
0: Like Fixed Price? Fixed Price, fixed that's price. the one. Yeah. Yeah. Fixed
1: mm-hmm. Price sell these plastic trays that uh, mm-hmm. you put inside your back door Mm-hmm. or your door to put your boots in, in winter. So you come mm-hmm. in and there's snow on them. So you're going to get snow running all over yeah, the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I bought about four of those mm-hmm. and I put my pots into them mm-hmm. and then I fill those up with water. So mm-hmm. the water soaks up into oh. the pot during the day. So you just keep those topped up. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have to worry about watering, really. just keep the, the trays mm-hmm. topped up. And of course, This time of year, the one you were using in winter to keep Mm -hmm. to collect the snow off your boots, you've got to have somewhere to put it because you're not using it at the moment. Put it on your balcony. Put your pot in it.
0: It's actually Mm -hmm. great. I've got some of these black Mm trays in my home, so I will come home today and actually do this. It's great. (laughs) Actually, uh, when what makes uh, water to soak actually above? I don't know vertically. Do, should I need some kind of drainage here?
1: No, 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 no. It, it'll do, it'll naturally mm-hmm. the, the compost naturally soaks it up and the mm-hmm. roots will go down after mm-hmm. the water. They'll they'll find out where the water mm-hmm. is and, and you if you were to lift your pot up later, you'll find the roots will be coming out the bottom of the pot.
0: Oh, <laughs> That's great actually. I have never watched it in any YouTube videos so it's actually like exclusive info <laughs> for a Big Apple School Club. So that's great. So, but, now mm-hmm.
1: you love butternut squash squash yes. now, uh, or, or other um, squashes sorry mm-hmm. particular pumpkins I wouldn't try growing pumpkins on your um, balcony because they're just too big um, I grew one once for my pigs mm-hmm. and I I didn't mean to let it get this big and it was so large I actually needed help lifting it well, <laughs> do you remember how many kilos were there oh no I, well, I didn't have anything to weigh it on big mm-hmm. enough um, but the pigs yeah, they ate it within an hour.
0: <laughs> oh, it did you look yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But there are other squashes you could grow. You mentioned you like um, zucchini, you zucchini, yeah, had, it courgette. You could try a climbing courgette, mm-hmm. not not ones that spread, You need, but you'll need to have some sort of framework for them to climb up. Mm-hmm. Um, you could buy some, I don't know, bamboo things and tie them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could let them clamber up the wall. And again, you pick off excess leaves and excess mm-hmm. foliage and then, you know, you should get and keep picking them. Pick them when they're small and they'll keep coming. Mm-hmm. And there is one other tip, and that's why I think of it. Um, all your fruit crops, or sorry, mm-hmm. vegetable crops will produce flowers.
0: Yes. And the right. flowers
1: need to be fertilized. Mm-hmm. Now, what floor do you live on? Oh, 12. 12. Mm-hmm. Now, I think, I might be wrong, but I think the higher up you go, the less small pollinating insects mm-hmm. they'll be. Yes, a- So what you need to do is get a children's paintbrush mm-hmm. and just stick it into each um, flower. Mm-hmm. And you'll be doing the job of all the little insects mm-hmm. that fertilize them. So you'll get fruit just to make sure. You probably have enough insects flying around mm-hmm, anyway. Mm-hmm. There were plenty in my flat last night. And that's probably why oh. I've been bitten. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Welcome um, to Russia. You're welcome to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just in case, particularly mm-hmm. with things like um, courgettes, as, well as mm-hmm. we call them, or, or even melons. But mm-hmm. I won't try growing them. They're too big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's something else you could try. Uh,
0: should, should I use just like the simplest toothbrush or no
1: paintbrush? T- paint- yeah, just children's so paint paintbrush, paintbrush, tiny one. Yeah. Uh, all, the, all the things you, you women use for painting their eyes, oh eye, yeah, eyeliner. doing makeup,
0: applying, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, applying it's, beauty to the face. Yeah, so forth, one yeah. of
1: those things we do. Which you, you know, when you finish with mm-hmm. it, one that's old. <laughs> okay,
0: that's great. And should I actually uh, paint them with this stuff
1: randomly? Yeah, just one flower to another. Just dab to one flower to another. Just Dab, 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 dab. That's all. that would be great because you're spreading you're spreading the pollen around mm-hmm. you know it only takes a tiny grain of pollen to do it so you, what you said you had flowers
0: yes I've got like a daisies my mom brought me them and she goes oh, this is flowers for a balcony and I said oh, okay so for now they have no flowers they're just like a tiny about maybe three centimeters mm-hmm. tall you know, plants and I can't even say what they are going to be how they would look like but mom says it's are daisies. Okay? The the, the (laughs) daisies. Okay. (laughs)
1: That's
0: it. I think it's possible to grow different flowers on your balcony. For example, my mom, she uh, plants roses from time to time. Yes, just like uh, rose bushes, Mm -hmm. not really big, but about maybe 30 centimeters tall. And she's got, yes, and she's got them inside her balcony. She's got um, a big balcony. Mm -hmm. Mm, just kind of um, kind tea-race or whatever, and it's full with windows, Uh, she keeps it open to the fresh air for her plants, and roses are amazing here. And when you step in on her balcony, it's just like inside the garden. Fantastic! Yes, and it's great. And I think for her it's kind of a hobby, because she really likes to you know, do different stuff with this roses, she likes watering. She likes, uh do you know, adding different um, fertilized no different food plant Comp- food compost. No, compost. compost yes compost
1: compost, compost and plant yes, food yeah
0: yes and then she actually adores it gardening. Mm-hmm. As far as I remember, um, she always she's always um, gardening, you know gardener. She was a gardener all her life. Mm-hmm. And for now, actually, she is also. And for me, I discovered uh, this trait, maybe, when I turned a lot of age. I turned 30, not far away. And yes, I felt the call of the land that I must. I need it really hard. I need to plant. I need a seed. I need soil. <laughs> Put it inside, water it hard, and then enjoy the process. Do you remember your age when you understood that you really needed
1: the call of the land inside your veins? Um, there was never a time when there wasn't, because my father was an extremely keen gardener. And um, from as soon as I could walk, I was dragooned into helping him pull things up, mm-hmm. weeding, planting. There apparently was one occasion when I was about three when I'd um, taken the initiative and done some gardening on my own while he was at work. And my mother was horrified to see that I'd pulled up all the bedding plants he'd previously put in the night Mm -hmm. before, thinking they were weeds, of course, course, course. (laughs) So she had to quickly put them back in before he came home. Um, But yeah, I've always uh, had my fingers in the soil, as it Mm -hmm. were. and. yes that's 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 mm-hmm. the way it's been you were saying flowers one thing uh, i i'm trying mm-hmm. is sweet peas oh mm-hmm. yeah because they climb you see yes. so if you've got Very something decorative yeah if you've got tomatoes and things you've got to build put sticks in to mm-hmm. to support them if you get the sweet pea to clamber around it with the little flowers and you get the fragrance from them oh so you, you, you know in a small space like a balcony mm-hmm. it might work that's really
0: great So informative, I really like it. So, speaking about you and flowers, John, actually, are you interested in them? Some decorative, not useful crops, some decorative ones?
1: Oh yes, yes, back uh, in my garden home we have a lot of flowers, yes. Dahlia's Mm -hmm. in particular, we've got some very big dahlia beds. Um, annual bedding plants, grow a lot of those like marigolds and petunias mm-hmm. and uh, geraniums. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple of rose gardens. That The trouble with the roses where I live is that um, the deer, mm-hmm. uh, Olén, yeah, mm-hmm. are very interested in roses. In fact, they eat them. Mm-hmm. And we have quite a lot, lot of wild deer in southern mm-hmm. England and they will just eat your rose bushes. Um, I planted 500 once mm-hmm. and they looked wonderful the first couple of years. We couldn't <laughs> understand why they are what's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And we were pruning them correctly, we were feeding them. And then one day I saw a couple of deer in the back garden. They were just mm-hmm. happily eating all my rose bushes. And so I stopped planting rose bushes unless it's really close to the house. And I've replaced them all with dahlias because. Deer do not eat dahlias, fortunately.
0: That's great. (laughs) (laughs) It's really wild. I think it's cool. Here I have only wild doves on my balcony sometimes. And they try to uh, get inside my balcony. Really? Yes. It was a couple of times, but still. And for me, it was like, oh, yeah, boys, go away. It's not your territory. And like
1: this. Well, they'll be after you uh, If you have sweet peas, then I'll go at those.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. I will have a chance to be, the you know, a princess of <laughs> Disney and then every, you new know, mouse or bird will come to my balcony and we will hang up to together or whatever. <laughs> so do you remember your first harvest when you were a child?
1: Oh, wow. Well, mm, I, I remember... I remember a school friend of mine coming around. Mm-hmm. We must have been about seven. And... He was fascinated by my by my father's back garden, mm-hmm. and um, he said, oh, "You can eat all this stuff straight from the ground." And he started mm-hmm. pulling out little carrots, mm-hmm. which were maybe. Mm, mm. half, no less than that, a couple of millimetres oh. in diameter. And mm-hmm. so these are delicious. So mm-hmm. I put it out and eating. them. They were quite nice. Mm-hmm. My father wasn't very impressed. That oh, of course, <laughs> Because <laughs> he was waiting for these carrots to get somewhat bigger before mm-hmm. he um, was going to harvest them. So yeah, that, I suppose that was the first time I harvested things, which again, was not approved
0: of. <laughs> That's really <laughs> cool. I also have the final story with carrots. When I was a little girl, I thought that the edible part is green. Because <laughs> above this, and um, I knew I knew what uh, was actually the carrot from the shop,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I've never saw it in, in a, like in flesh here. And yes, my grandmother said that the carrots are ready actually to eat. You can go and you can grab some for our dinner, and we went and I grabbed the green parts and then I tasted it and cried because it wasn't actually what I expected from them to be. And actually she explained to me, she showed how to actually pull them out, that the orange part is edible, and I felt much more you know, glad with that, much more, you know, relieved that uh, carrot is sweet and nice and it's not a problem with me or with carrots.
1: Yeah, you know carrots have as much sugar as an apple does. Yes. Yeah. And did you also know <laughs> that carrots are naturally orange? Mm-hmm. They are, the carrots originate in Afghanistan. They're actually purple. Uh. Yeah. But um, the Dutch got mm-hmm. hold of carrots and they, this is the 16th, 17th century, mm-hmm. they started selectively breeding them and they developed orange carrots because the Dutch royal family is the house of orange. Oh right. William of Orange was a king of England for a mm-hmm. while. So that is why the Dutch football team plays in orange. orange. So they change carrots to being orange. But you can, I've seen them buy seeds for purple, and mm-hmm. yeah, I've grown them actually, purple and yellow carrots. They taste the same. <laughs> the, same. <laughs> the color is different. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's so actually interesting. And every word you pronounce, actually, I feel like I wouldn't like to try it. I would like to farm a yellow carrot. I would like to farm purple carrot.
1: I wouldn't try growing carrots on your balcony. It won't work.
0: Oh, yeah. Think, think of it. But maybe maybe one day.
1: <laughs> no, they, need de- they need deeper soil, really. And, it, and then we get too hot too quickly. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. be yeah you know, too extreme a temperature. Mm-hmm. Again, I wouldn't try potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm growing a few spring onions but mm-hmm. I wouldn't I mean it's not worth growing mm-hmm. um, full size onions one of the things you've got to really think about is you've only got so much space so the thing to grow is one what you like but also what's expensive mm-hmm. You know, so fruit yes tomatoes yes mm-hmm. lettuce yes mm-hmm. but potatoes onions Mm -hmm. they're not they're not expensive they take up a lot of room Mm -hmm. they're not bothered
0: okay (laughs) so it's just like typical i think plants they're not really interesting
1: Mm -hmm. you've got space outside yes yes, of course course. if
0: you've got some practical reasons Mm -hmm. to keep them Mm -hmm. on your balcony why not so I think for today it would be more than informative, I guess, a podcast. I'm really interested in gardening and I have become more interested in it now. So thank you very much, John, for sharing all of your experience. And I dream about that you will um, create some kind of articles about maybe vegetable vocabulary for our students or even teachers. Sure. Yes, it would be just like nice because I'm really um, interested in it. I'm keen on uh, know about it more by like okay. this i've had so thank you very much
1: you're welcome thank yes. you
0: so let's say goodbye to our listeners so bye-bye guys bye-bye yeah see you soon in our big apple school